0: Welcome to Virtual School Assembly. I'm your host, Tyler Christensen. I'm a productivity speaker, author, and classroom teacher. Here at Virtual School Assembly, I interview Hollywood celebrities, professional athletes, Olympians, speakers, and educators who share messages of inspiration, education, and hope to better prepare you for an ever-changing and uncertain world. Thanks for joining us. Let's get started. Welcome back to Virtual School Assembly. Today our guest is Vanessa Mahan, callsign Siren. Vanessa is a weapons systems and electronic warfare officer flying both the F-15E Strike Eagle and the EA-6B Prowler. She's a lieutenant colonel in the USAFR and is currently an air operations officer with special operations at Camp Smith, um, Hawaii. She holds a BS in meteorology and an MS in aeronautical science. When she's not serving her country, she's a public speaker with a themeless voice, wife of a Navy mom, wife of a Navy mom, that didn't make any sense, wife of a Navy pilot, a mom of two, and the owner of Siren Strong LLC, which is a personal training and health coaching business in Florida. That's a mouthful, no surprise that I got tongue twisted a little bit. Uh, Vanessa, you are up to a lot of different things right now. We are so thrilled to have you on the show. Welcome to Virtual School
1: Assembly. Hey, Tyler. Thanks for having me on Virtual School Assembly. Um, I'm Siren, everyone, as Tyler said. And this is the helmet that I used when I flew in the F-15E Strike Eagle. So super important piece. You can't fly without it. Inside, it allows me to hear. In the mask is where I talk. The tube connects to the jet, and that's how I breathe. Not to mention that if I was having a really bad day, this helmet would help protect me in case of an ejection. But now this helmet provides more than just protection and oxygen. It's a symbol that I was able to accomplish one of the biggest goals in my life. When I was in college, I joined Air Force ROTC. And when I was a junior, that's when 9-11 happened. So I knew that I wanted to serve my country before 9-11 happened, but I wasn't sure in what capacity. When 9-11 did happen, it was then that I decided that flying the Strike Eagle, which is that beautiful plane that you see back there was what I wanted to do. Now that would take several years to accomplish that goal. And when you think about it, that's a really big task. So I broke it down into mini goals. So first, I knew I had to do a really great job in school, that I had to do well enough that I could graduate, get a commission, and then get a slot to flight school. And then once I got to flight school, then I had to work really hard to get my first choice of aircraft. And who knew if the Strike Eagle would even be available at that time? So, you know, all these little mini goals had to line up so I could achieve this big goal of earning this helmet. And like those mini goals, so like flight school, it's like, think of it like high school, right? So high school, you have the different years. And within those different years, you have different classes that you have to take. And if you don't pass those classes, you don't get to move on to the next year. Well, flight school is like that too. We started with a pre-flight indoctrination. You had to pass that, That's the dog. (laughs) <laughs> that's my wingman over there um, and the indoctrination included things like more weather classes and the basics of flight oh and by the way I did my training with the Navy so it involved a lot of swimming and pool work which was uh, interesting for an Air Force person and then you go to primary you go to intermediate advanced so you have all these little wickets that you have to hit before you can move on to the next goal so, those are the known obstacles, right? It's, it's the mission requirements needed to earn your wings, to earn this helmet. But what about when you hit the unknown obstacles or the things that appear that you were not planning for at all? Like before a big game, or you get the flu before your robotics tournament. You can't plan for those things, it just happens. Well, how can you accomplish your goal when those things happen? For me, turns out I had a medical condition where I couldn't equalize the pressure in my ears. On takeoff and landings, for whatever reason, my anatomy, the ears wouldn't equalize. And so it became very painful. Um, Think of like a toilet plunger being stuck to your ears and being pulled. It was that sensation. It was not fun at all. So then I had this event that happened multiple times that I couldn't plan for. What was I going to do? I had this goal, but this medical trauma was in my way. So, you know, you change your plans, do you alter them a little bit. So, my vector was this way and I had to veer off a little bit to take care of the medical stuff. So, medicine, eventually I had surgery to try to fix it and then I got back to training. All right. So too, right? So people can be a very big obstacle, and sometimes you're around people that don't think you should be there because you look different or sound different, and that could be a really big obstacle too, because you know this is what you want to do, and you're not getting the support that you you think you deserve or that you've earned. And when you combine either known obstacles or unknown obstacles, they really start to add up. And what can happen? You start getting inside your own mind, right? It's that negative self-talk that starts to beat you up. It's that internal bully that says, maybe you're not smart enough to be here. Maybe you don't belong. Maybe you should quit and do something else. And that can be one of the hardest hurdles to jump over. But that's when you need to stop and refocus and look at your big goal again. What is your big goal? How can you stop that internal bully? How can you get over those known and unknown obstacles to reach that big goal? Revector, adjust, modify your little mini goals to reach that big goal. And so that's what I did. I had that internal negative dialogue telling me that oh I'm not getting it as fast as the other kids in my class. Maybe I don't belong here. People are talking. They don't want me here either. Like the medical stuff, all these things. And I was like, nope. This is my goal. I've been wanting to do this. I will fly in combat. So I asked for help and I got a tutor. You know, I did everything I could medically to to stop the ears from hurting and I eventually earned my wings and was able to go on to the next phase, that next known phase, complete that. And turns out that I ended up flying over a hundred combat stories. And so I met that big goal. And that just goes to show you that with a little bit of patience and a lot of perseverance, you can reach your goals too. Today, this helmet sits on my bookshelf and it's a reminder to me that I still have big goals. I have new big goals that I want to achieve and that I can still break them down into mini goals. And just like you with your big goals, break them down into mini goals because you still can achieve it. No matter what tries to stop you, think of it as another challenge that you will overcome somehow. It may not be fast, it may take a long time, but with enough grit, you will achieve your goals. Thank you.
0: Uh, so Vanessa, I, I love that you were able to set these goals and continue to persevere until you accomplish them. I think one of the things that we've been thinking about right now uh, as a, a world and as in particular in our country, as 2020 has been this crazy year where we've had obstacles we didn't foresee, right? Between the pandemic and right now, culturally in our country, we're going through this black lives matter movement where we're thinking about how can we be better at understanding other people and other cultures and overcoming obstacles that traditionally in our country have been a major problem. And as I think about your journey in the military I think you probably faced a lot of those same obstacles and challenges of not being treated fairly of having prejudices and stereotypes that work against you so when you have big goals and you have these additional obstacles and challenges to face what is it that has helped you to get past that to get past the prejudices to get past the stereotypes so that you can still accomplish those big goals?
1: Um, I think
0: one of the biggest things is
1: that push to prove people wrong. Hmm. Like, go ahead, underestimate me. I, please, please underestimate me because I will prove you wrong. And so maybe it's a little bit of stubbornness. um, And then it's also stubbornness with a lot of uh, humbleness too. And knowing that I don't have all the answers myself and I can't do this by myself. So to be able to ask for help and support from other people is also going to help you get through those obstacles. And that's, you know, something that I think is what you have to learn to take with you for the rest of your life is to ask for help. And you don't ever do things alone, even though there are times where you will feel alone. I felt completely alone. When I look back on it now, I realized that I wasn't. And then thirdly is, especially with everything going on now, I think educating yourself is huge. Uh, one of the speeches I talk about is um, that you never stop learning. Like don't ever stop learning. And now so more than ever, I am taking that to a whole new level and educating myself on you know specifically black lives matter because i I don't know a whole lot about that. Um, I know what i've experienced um, but I don't know it through the lens of people of color and and that sort of thing, so I want to educate myself so I can help people and educate my kids so they can make better decisions, and have more information going forward than I did.
0: Yeah. Well, that's very commendable. I think, you know, learning is something that anyone can do. We all want to be lifelong learners, but it still takes that action. You have to be committed to doing something about it. You can't just be a passive observer to life, but you have to make that commitment to to being a learner. Um, When you talked about, you know, feeling alone, uh, that's something that a lot of kids are feeling right now you know between being stuck at home or maybe if even when they're not i i know most kids as they go through junior high and high school at some point you're going to feel like you're all alone and the world's against you and it can be a, a hard place what would be your advice to those kids who feel like they're alone maybe like you did earlier on in in your military training what kind of advice would you have for them as far as moving forward and and working with others
1: well, I, it's funny that you say that because I, um, when I was going through flight school, I had this saying in my brain that I just, and, and we say it a lot in the military that I wanted to fly under the radar. Like I just wanted mm-hmm. to blend in, right. uh, because I, I did stick out. It was mostly men in all my classes and most of my time throughout my career. And I, I just wanted to blend in. I just wanted to fly under the radar. Well, I'm telling you, that's just not the way to go. Okay. So as, as hard as it feels, um, sometimes that you feel that you're alone or you just want to be like everybody else, I want you to embrace your uniqueness. Mm-hmm. And you know, people who are worth their salt are going to look at your uniqueness and your individuality and embrace it too, and want your input. and won't want you to conform like everybody else. So, you know, give it some time. Those things don't happen overnight. You know, sometimes you could be in a toxic environment and at that point you may just need to leave that environment. Now, I I know you can't do that in high school. Um, You're kind of (laughs) there. So some of the things that I would do uh, when I felt like I didn't quite belong is I I wrote things down, like I kept a journal and so I could kind of release those thoughts um, and just write down how I was feeling. Later on in my life, which I wish I would have done sooner, was I discovered meditation and so I started meditating and that really helped calm the inner beast inside. Um, And then also exercise became really important to me. Um, And I was totally that kid that was last picked in gym class so again, like not really fitting in with any of the athletes and stuff, but, you know, after I joined the military, I found that I really liked fitness and I was really good at pushups and sit-ups, which you don't really need to be co- coordinated for, like in sports. Um, so, you know, find find things that you're good at, right? And embrace those things. And someday those things that you feel that maybe make you
0: weird or what is going to change your life. Yeah, I love that. Embrace your uniqueness and that's something that any kid can do. And I I like this part of your journey where you said you found other things that would help you um like coping strategies, meditation, physical activity and things like that. Part of your story that you haven't shared today um involves physical fitness that that you run a, a personal training Uh, business and also you're in the business of speaking so you're you're juggling a lot of things between being a mom and and your your day job and then all these other things how do you manage your time and and how has it how have you gone from you know accomplishing that one goal of flying as a fighter pilot to now setting these other big goals and accomplishing in these other areas of your life
1: Uh, it's funny that you bring that up because my husband always says that I I'm juggling too many balls. I'm like, I can't help it. I just, I want to do all the things. Like I'm, I'm just pulled in so many different directions um, that I I just want to do it all. Uh, So I I recently did a post about balance, right? And how do you maintain that work-life balance? And my big joke was that you don't. That balance is for tightrope walkers and circus performers. So to me, it's more what needs my attention at that time, right? Do, you know, sometimes my kids will need more attention than work. And sometimes my work will need more attention with my kids. Like for this assembly, luckily my husband's home right now. He's mandatory being quarantined. Uh, I'm like, take the kids, don't live nearby. Um, but you heard the dog bark and everything. And then there was there was a tiny little human standing right outside the camera view, <laughs> Trying to get my attention. Um, so I, I will get, sometimes I do get stressed out. Like I have so much stuff to do. How do I do it all? But I, I, you, you almost have to force yourself to take a step back and be like, okay, what's my nearest hottest threat? What do I need to do right now to maintain my sanity? Is it, do I need to go for a quick run? Do I need to feed the kids? Do I need to read this book? And just take my mind off of things, so it's it's to me it's more about focusing energy and giving yourself some grace and patience, um, which are not my strong suits, um, especially with everything going on. That things will take time. Yeah. So, yes, patience That's and time.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so with that, we know you're balancing a lot. You've started a few businesses what was that like for you to take that plunge to start something brand new um, and, and put some energy and time behind that?
1: You know, it was, um, so I, I spent about 10 years on active duty and then after two kids and my husband was still active duty, it was a decision time. So I had gotten orders to a state other than where my husband had orders and, you know, I I had dreamed my next big goal was to be a squadron commander and lead a squadron to combat and if I left active duty then the chances of that would go from you know maybe 60% down to 5% so minimal and it was a really hard decision to make but looking inside one I could join the reserves and still serve my country Two, I could be with my kids more, uh, where my husband deployed, you know, I got to stay home with the kids, which wasn't always fun. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I, I didn't miss my daughter's first steps and he did. And third, now it gave me the opportunity to pursue other things that I super passionate about. And one of them, and it started with health and fitness. And ever since I joined ROTC, I was like, Oh, I like this. And I like showing other people and teaching other people how to do movements, how to have good form, and most importantly, showing them how strong they really are and helping them quiet that inner bullion side and showing them their actual physical strength. And then, on top of that, when I did start meditating, it was at that point where I started to open up more about um, my struggles in my journey, uh, in the beginning of the military, uh, beginning of my military career. And I wanted to share that too. So, you know, you may not be on the path that you had planned for yourself, but that's okay. Um, because in my case, and you know, for, for many people, it can open up so many more doors if you can, step back and look for those doors to open and opportunities
0: I love that it's so encouraging to see that as you continue to set and accomplish goals that new doors are opening for you things that are bringing you happiness and fulfillment and so congratulations to you on on being able to craft this life out for yourself it's really phenomenal Um, thank you (laughs) if kids want to learn more about you or see what you're up to online where's the best place for them to find you
1: So you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at the Siren Strong and I talk about freedom, fitness, fur babies, and food. Um, You can also go to my website, which is www.sirenstrong.com. And that just has information about me, my bio, some of my favorite things. And so hope to
0: see you online. That's awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you so much for joining us today on Virtual School Assembly. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you listen to Virtual Assemblies. And leave us a rating and review so we know what you learned and took away from this Virtual Assembly. Videos and show notes are found at virtualschoolassembly.com. And if you're a school leader and you're looking for a speaker for virtual or traditional in-school assemblies, or if you're looking for some teacher training, I'd love to connect with you to see how I can help you can check out my website at tylerchristiansen.com. Thanks. You are super duper. Let's go out and make the world a better place. Bye-bye.